Somebody say more in 2024. Look at somebody else and tell them more in 2024. In 2024, I want to seek more of God in every aspect of my life. Do you want that? Say amen. I want to deepen my spiritual connection to find strength and peace in 2024. In 2024, I want more wisdom in times of uncertainty. Do you agree with that? In 2024, I want more compassion and kindness to share around with those that are in my life. In 2024, I want to approach every day with a heart full of gratitude. I want to get up every morning, no matter what, because there's been some days, even recently, and to be honest with you, I woke up and I kind of shook myself and I said, why am I feeling this? Because even in the tangible, I didn't see a reason why I should be feeling this. But I felt this heaviness. I felt this thought process trying to take me down these roads. So I decree and declare that I'm going to wake up every morning in 2024 with more gratitude, heartfelt gratitude for the things around me. You know, Paul said, if there's anything good, think on that. If there's anything lovely, think on that. Somebody say more in 2024. I want to recognize the blessings that surround me in 2024. You know what? I, I'm just going. I'm just going to point him out this morning. Jarrell Carson, stand up. Jarrell Carson is a blessing in my life, y'all. He really is. And and I'm just going to say to everybody online, he's a blessing in your life today because he's working that camera today. You can be seated, my friend. I want to recognize blessings that are around me in 2024. I want to look for opportunities to make a positive impact in my world more in 2024. In 2023, we fed, over this past two weeks, we fed 15 families that were on the emergency list that when they were asked what they needed or what they desired for their children for Christmas, those those parents of those 15 families said, we just need food. In 2024, we're going to find more people to feed from High Praises Church because there's a need. In 2024, as I walk through the year ahead, God helped me to open and be open to the guidance and the grace of God. Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop being so mad at everybody around you. Come on, somebody. And start with you. Man, I'm pretty hard on me sometimes. I'm pretty hard on the people around me sometimes. God, give me the grace to accept who you are for me and for everybody else. I want his love to shine through me more in 2024. I want his love to shine through me and illuminate the path toward other and for other people toward greater understanding in 2024, greater empathy in 2024, more unity with people in 2024. I want more in 2024, y'all. Somebody say more in 2024. So what do you want more of in 2024 and why do you want it? Before you go asking God for a bunch of stuff, 
why do you want it? See, I have a very specific reason of the, the things that I've mentioned and that I'm going to talk about in this message. The reason that I want them is so that I can be a better person, a stronger Christian, and a bigger impact on this world around me. I want more love in 2024. Go with me to 1 Corinthians 13. I'm going to start with verse 8 and go all the way through verse 13. It says, Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. But for the prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For You know, I'm just going to stop right here and tell you that I hear people prophesying that are separated from their family. God help me love first then prophesy because the prophecies will cease the word of God says but it will not stop the love that you have and the compassion us define love real quickly what is love? love is empathy love is compassion love is forgiveness it's going to tell us in all these verses but I'm going to go ahead and give you a, a, a little sneak peek love is being able to and love is not weakness so many men have a problem saying I love you when all you're doing is say, saying, I accept you. I, ha I, I, I forgive you. I have compassion for you. I have empathy for you is what you're saying. Love is not what Hollywood has taught us over the last hundred years. Love is what God intended for us to be because he is love. Love never fails. It never fades. It never ends. Prophecies will end. They'll pass away. Tongues will cease gift of special knowledge will pass away for we know in part and we prophesy in part for our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete but when that which is complete and perfect comes who's it talking about talking about the Holy Spirit talking about Jesus so when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child. Look at somebody and tell them, quit being childish. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I become a man, I did away with childish things. Verse 12, for now is the time of, for now in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly, a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality face to face. Now, I know in part, just in fragments, but then I will know fully just as I have been fully known by God. And now there remain faith, abiding trust in God and His promises, hope, confident expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others, growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choicest graces, but the greatest of these is love. In 2024, I want us as a church community to lean in and show more love to those around us. Love is the foundation of our faith and is the greatest commandment given to us by God. Somebody say amen to that. I have found that pride is one of, if not 
the biggest adversary of the attributes of what love truly is. I just said a very profound statement, and I'm going to say it again just to make sure you hear it. Pride is one of, if not the biggest, adversaries to the attributes of, of, of love, which is God. Because pride will keep you from saying, I'm sorry. Pride will keep you from admitting you were wrong. You'll get that spirit of Arthur Fonzarelli. They probably ain't nobody knows what happy days is in this house but me. But Fonzie could never say he was wrong. Pride will keep you from uniting with people that truly love you. And the word says, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride has a close first cousin and it's called jealousy. The Bible says, I don't know if you've ever stood beside the grave of somebody you loved and watch them be lowered down. This has happened two impactful times in my life. In 1986, when I was 17 years old, and then again in 2016. But the Bible says that, that jealousy is crueler than the grave. I've never felt physically spiritually, mentally, socially, emotionally, I've never felt the coldness that I felt on the two days. In 1986, when I was 17 and my dad was put in the ground, and in 2016, when my wife of 27 years was laid to rest in Greenback, Tennessee. I've never felt any more coldness in my life. And the Bible says that jealousy is crueler than the grave. Pride feeds from jealousy. In 2024, if you want more love in your life, if you want more power in your life, if you want more goodness in your life, stop comparing of what somebody else has got and begin to look at all the good things that God has put in your life. Look at the graciousness that he has been to you. Oh, it don't matter what somebody say about you. It doesn't matter what somebody act towards you. It hurts. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt, but I'm telling you right now, don't let jealousy, don't let pride, don't let envy, don't let strife keep you from having the love of Jesus in your life. We can show more love by being kind. We can show more love by being compassionate. We can show more love by forgiving people. Just like God showed his love for us. Some, somebody look at somebody and say, more love in 2024. There's something else I want more of in 2024. I want more faith in 2024. In Hebrews 11.1 1, it says, now faith is the assurance, the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of the reality. I love that part. Faith is the conviction that you, you know, you're convicted, you, you absolutely believe in your heart that it's true. Faith 
is the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Listen, as we embark on a new year, let's strengthen our faith in God. How do we strengthen our faith in God? You get in His Word. Romans 10, 17, so so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God let's trust in his promises like we never have church let's believe and have confidence in his plans like we never have for our lives I don't mean you have to be anything different than what you want to be but when you put your hope and trust in him you want to be just like him that means that doesn't mean you have to walk around thumping on a bible all the time in everybody's face what that means is you walk in what he walks in you walk in forgiveness you walk in kindness. You walk in empathy with other people. Stop thinking that you you know it all because you don't know it all. My God, I just went just this week. We had an incredible opportunity to go and spend four days in one of the largest cities that I know of on the earth. New York City. And all these people, there was on, on Christmas night, we were in front of the Rockefeller Plaza. And literally, all I can do was hold my feet. All I could do was stay on my feet. I did not have any control of where I was going at that moment. There were so many people and I'd look around and I could tell this person was from one region of the world and I could hear someone talking. I could tell they were from another region of the world and I'd look over here and someone might look like me and talk like me. Of course, there wasn't a whole lot of people saying y'all in New York City. I got to tell you that. But I looked around and I'd see all these people and literally I was just, I was here. I was just, I was, I was at the mercy of the crowd at that moment. But as I go into 2024, I'm going to trust God just like I had to trust my feet to keep me up in that crowd. I I absolutely didn't know what direction I was going. I just kept my eyes on the back of Heather's head because I knew she was. we was in a, a line just trying to get through this. And as we walked through that crowd, I had no control. But I had no doubt that I would walk out the other side and accomplish what we went there to do. There was more people in that plaza than could move to look at lights, to try to get on an ice skating rink, to do whatever they were there to do. I don't know. But today, I'm here to tell you, when you get to the place where you're not trying to control everything around you and not trying to say, I don't understand what you're saying because there was people talking, I didn't understand what they were saying. But I knew that we had one common thing. We were all to look at those lights. I may not understand what everybody's feeling around me, but I know if you're a brother of mine, a sister of mine, I'm going to trust and have faith that we're all here for this common goal. And that should be to do what God's told us to do on this earth. By putting our faith in God, we can and will overcome obstacles in 2024 and we will grow closer to Him. We will experience His grace and power more in our lives in 2024 if we declare that we're going to see more faith rise up in us. In 2024, if you will get in this word more than you got in it in 2023, you will be stronger. 
If you get in this word more than you did yesterday, today, you will be stronger today. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Somebody say more faith in 24. I want to do more service in 2024. Mark 10, 45 says, so even, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. In 2024, I want to commit to serving people more. Jesus set the ultimate, ultimate example of service. We're called to follow in his footsteps, y'all. How do we follow in Jesus' footsteps? Through acts of kindness. Through acts of generosity. Yesterday, we were blessed to go to Dollywood. Somebody gave us tickets. And they gave us an extra ticket. And so, we went and we found this family. And Heather just walked up and said, Hey, are you, have you bought your tickets yet? And this mama and dad was standing there with what, what appeared to be grandmama and grandpapa and, and a bunch of kids. And now, hey, Dolly Parton is my favorite girl singer, but have y'all tried to pay to get into Dollywood lately? She ain't hurting. Every time that cash register goes off, she was singing, I will always love you. Okay. Less comedian stuff in 2024, right? We didn't pay a thing for those tickets. Not one thing. Didn't cost us anything. We could have stuck that in our pocket and went, well, I wish we had somebody to give it to. But Heather said, I want to go find somebody that needs it. And we went out there, and she handed that to that lady. She said, here, you can have this. We've got this extra. And the woman asked her, what, three times? Are you sure? Are you sure? People do not believe that people are willing to give somebody something. I want to change people around me. I want to change people around me, y'all. I want them, when I walk in, and I, it's not just about me. It's about you, too. I'm not, I'm not talking about big dog and myself. I'm talking about us as children of representatives, I want to reinstate the confidence in Christianity around me in my sphere. There's too many people trying to knock away this preacher did this and this preacher did that. My trust ain't in preachers. My trust is in Jesus. And Jesus hasn't changed. So therefore, I'm going to be generous like Jesus was generous. And as we walked away, that... That woman just kind of looked dumbfounded. You know, I want to leave. I want to leave some people with this awestruck look on their face. Going out of twenty-four into twenty-five, I want to give more than I ever gave. I want to be generous, and you know that doesn't mean just money. That means kindness. That means just forgiving people. Be generous with what you have control over. We can make a positive impact on lives of those around us and reflect the love of Jesus Christ to the world. Somebody say more service in 2024. Of course, I could give you more, more, more of all this. I got one more that I'm going to give you today. I want more prayer in my life in 2024, y'all. 
Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious or worried about anything. How many people do you hear on a daily, weekly, monthly basis say, I'm worried about this. Oh, boy, I don't know what about that. I'm worried about this. The Bible says, do not be anxious or worried about anything. Anything? Anything. Anything. Just go ahead and touch your neighbor and tell them, don't be worried about anything. But it says this, but in everything, every circumstance, every situation, every doctor's visit, every time you go to the bank, every time you get up and go to a job that you prayed for, but now you feel like it's time to move, maybe it is, but don't be worried about it. Don't be down about it and don't treat them bad. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make specific requests known to God. Let's make 2024 a year of prayer. Through prayer, we can strengthen our relationship with God. Through prayer, we can seek His guidance. Through prayer, we can find peace in the midst of the most challenging times in our life. When we devote more time to prayer, listen to me, when we devote more time to prayer, both individually and as a community, we will, somebody say, we will, we will experience God's presence and see His transformative power at work in our lives. We will. More prayer in 2024. I don't consider myself a prophet. That's not my calling. But every person in this room that is a child of the Most High God can prophesy over your future. And today I prophesy over your future. I, I speak the word of God of increase into your life. We live in a world that wants to focus on the decrease. We're in this world, but the Bible says we're not of this world. So I don't look to the, the, the I don't look to to the world for my increase. I look to the God in heaven that I trust for my increase. I I expect to increase in finances because I'm a tither. That's why. It's not because he loves me more than he loves you or loves someone else more than he loves someone else. When you work the principles of God, you will receive the promises of God. And today I decree and declare as you pay your tithe and as you sow seed, you will see financial increase in your life in 20, more in 2024. Just receive that. Some of y'all have been walking in less than perfect health. I know I've gave this testimony. It's my testimony. I can give it as much as I want. And I believe that we should. See, you got to know my background to know why this is so exciting to me. You know, I told you I was, I was 17 when my dad died. Well, he was 54. I'm 54. All of his 
blood siblings, because he was adopted at birth, all of his blood siblings are already dead because of high blood pressure, hypertension, stroke, heart attack. Your pastor went to the doctor just a few weeks ago, and after checking me out, the doctor looked at me and he said, you're a perfect picture of health. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Faith without works is dead. I don't eat everything that could eat me. I've made certain choices in my life so that I could take care of my body. Faith without works is dead. you know what that means? That means you do the very best you know how to do. Sometimes you think you're doing good and you got to change because you realize that you didn't have the right information. Guess what? That's what the grace of God is for. So maybe you've been going down the wrong path. But you know what? The world says that sugar diabetes is incurable. And the, word, the world says that sugar diabetes is um, once, you're, once you're given the diagnosis of type 1 that you can never, never be healed, right? That's what the world says. My sister, when she was in her early 20s, was given a diagnosis that she had type 1 diabetes and has, has, has treated herself her entire life. And she's 60, I don't know, 60. She prayed love for me pointing that out. She's 60-something. She's 12 years older and I'm, and I'm 54, so she'll be 66, right? 67, I don't know. She's old, okay? She sometimes watches this. Just this week, she told me that the doctors are now saying that she was misdiagnosed. Nah, she wasn't misdiagnosed. Not for 40 years. No, she wasn't misdiagnosed. What she is is healed in the name of Jesus. She has been, God that, the God that I know can turn sugar, diabetes, diabetes, whatever you want to call it, he can turn it around and set you free in Jesus' name. And he will. He will. I'm ready for more in 2024, y'all. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even giving what I've lost the time of day anymore. Thank you so much for watching this sermon. We hope it encouraged you. Check out more of Apostle Jack's sermons to stay encouraged throughout the week. We also do live streams on Sunday mornings at 10. We would love for you all to stay connected. So go like and follow all of our socials. Life is so beautiful with Jesus and community. So, so join, join the, the fam! fam.